sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Welcome to hour number two, the morning after live right here on this Monday on Sports Grid and Sirius XM channel 159. That is the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM all around the Spiz Grizz network that is Sports Grid and I am Ben Stevens. A ton to get to here in hour number two. We'll look forward to the week that is in store on the Major League Baseball Diamond and of course it is game number five of the 2023 NBA Finals tonight in Denver. The Nuggets hold a 3-1 series lead. One went away from their first ever NBA title in franchise history. That is the same for the Vegas Golden Knights. A 3-1 series advantage in the Stanley Cup final. One victory away from hoisting Lord Stanley's Cup for the first time ever in just six years as an NHL franchise. We'll break down all of that and more in this next hour together until 11 a.m. Eastern time. And leading the Denver Nuggets to just a victory away from their first ever NBA championship, a man named Nikola Jokic from Serbia. His nickname, the Joker. It's the same thing in the world of tennis. A man from Serbia with the nickname, the Joker, performing at the highest level. In fact, historic levels. And that's what we saw yesterday in Paris at the 2023 French Open at Roland Garros. 36-year-old Novak Djokovic, a straight set victory in the men's final over Casper Ruud. And because of that, Novak Djokovic not only claims the 2023 French Open championship, it's his 23rd Grand Slam victory in his career. 23 Grand Slam titles, the first on the men's side to win all four Grand Slams at least three times, and it's a record now. 23 Grand Slams in men's tennis, the most ever in the history of the sport. Novak Djokovic coming back, entering this tournament at plus 230. It was the second best price behind Carlos Alcaraz, the world number one entering the action in Paris. Those two faced off in a semifinal on Friday. Novak Djokovic dispensing of Alcaraz in four sets. Casper Ruud, by the way, losing in a Grand Slam final for the third time in the last five Grand Slams, last two French Opens, and last year at the U.S. Open to Carlos Alcaraz. Ruud is close. Djokovic has been there. In fact, has made history. Again, 23 Grand Slam victories, the most ever in men's tennis. He also matches Serena Williams, 23 all-time for the most Grand Slams in the Open era Novak Djokovic is already an odds-on favorite at a minus 155 price to win Wimbledon in July he is one on grass at the all England club four consecutive times 23 grand slams the most all time the masters 1000 victories 38 the most all time he returns to world number one now 388 weeks the most all time is the goat of tennis here it looks to be the case. Novak Djokovic victorious on the men's side at the 2023 French Open. His 23rd Grand Slam victory, the most ever in men's tennis. On the other side, the women's final on Saturday in Paris. Igor Sviantek 
dominant throughout her run at Roland Garros. The final in her matchup against Carolina Muhova, excuse me, was probably her most contested match. It went to three sets. It was very back and forth, but Sviantec, who was booked as nearly a 1,000 favorite, minus 950 entering the match, prevails for her second consecutive French Open victory. Quickly, we welcome in our Sports Grid Radio audience here. Hour number two of the morning after, live on this Monday, Sirius XM, Channel 159, all of our radio terrestrial affiliates. Now in the mix as well, I am Ben Stevens. Dominance in men's tennis, Novak Djokovic. Victorious at the 2023 French Open, his 23rd Grand Slam title, the most ever in men's tennis in the history of the sport. Iga Sviantec, dominant on the women's side. Her second consecutive French Open championship, her third in the past four years. It was her fourth Grand Slam victory overall. And it was history yesterday at the RBC Canadian Open. On the fourth playoff hole, the native of Winnipeg, Nick Taylor, drains a 72-foot eagle putt to win outright in the playoff over Tommy Fleetwood. The Canadian wins the Canadian Open. It is the first time a Canadian-born player has won his country's national championship since 1954. Nick Taylor was 75-1 to before the tournament got underway. Again, a 72-foot eagle putt history for Nick Taylor. As Jim Nance said on the broadcast, glorious and free, part of the Canadian national anthem. And if you haven't seen it, by now, Adam Hadwin, a fellow Canadian, one of Nick Taylor's friends, tried to run onto the 18th green to celebrate spraying champagne, got absolutely decked and laid out by a security guard who was doing his job and didn't realize Adam Hadwin was a PGA Tour player. History for Man City on Saturday as well. Manchester City victorious in the Champions League final, knocking off Inter Milan a final score of 1-0. The treble complete for Manchester City. That means they won the Premier League trophy, the FA Cup trophy, and the Champions League as well. All three victories during the same season. And speaking of three, the third leg of the Triple Crown on Saturday at the 2023 Belmont Stake Archangelo, victorious, 7-1 pre-race, the fifth best price, Archangelo wins the 2023 Belmont Stakes. His trainer, Jenna Antonucci, the first female trainer to ever win the Belmont Stakes. That's how the Triple Crown comes to a close. More of the morning after, up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Right here on this Monday on the morning after on SportsGrid. I am Ben Stevens. It's time to go around the daily bases, and that means Craig Mish checks into the show as well. The host of Newswire starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, our Major League Baseball insider live right here on this Monday on TMA. Craig, you are a man of South Florida. The two South Florida teams right now in their final series, respectively, hanging on for dear life. The Heat and the Panthers both in a 3-1 series deficit. Maybe the ending of the NBA and NHL seasons coming to a close in the next 48 hours or so, which would mean, Craig, a ton of our attention for the next few weeks would be strictly on Major League Baseball. We'll focus there, but it's a time in the world of sports, Craig, where we transition to the summer months for sure. 
Looks as though we are having some technical difficulties. Sorry about I that, Ben. There, we will try to refresh. I believe Craig Mish is here. Craig, are you there? Yeah, sorry about that, Ben. Yeah, it's been a fun time for South Florida, but unfortunately, the Panthers are going to need to win three in a row against Vegas. Heat's going to have to win three in a row against Denver. I don't know. I mean, I guess I give the Panthers maybe a little bit of a shot of that, but I, mean, I don't know. Can the Heat beat Denver three times in a row? I'm not sure. We've seen comebacks more often in the Stanley Cup postseason. Of course, there have been four where a team has been in an 0-3 hole, never in the NBA. There's been a couple with a 3-1 series lead, most notably recently, the Warriors over LeBron James's Cavs. But again, it's a very large hill to climb for Miami. With that being said, another South Florida team, the Miami Marlins, are playing great baseball right now, Craig Mish. They have won eight of their last nine games they have a 37 and 29 record tied for third best in the national league alongside the la dodgers and luis arias is as red hot at the plate as you will find for anybody around the bigs he entered yesterday's game craig against the white Sox, batting 402 his average on the year just one for five yesterday so now a tick below 400 with a 397 batting average but Craig you follow the Marlins incredibly closely what has led to the success at the dish this year for Arise well Arise led the league in hitting last year in the American League so this is just uh, I, I think a better season for him and I've seen virtually every at bat of his live either in person or more so on television and he just had the only interest he has been is simply just punching the ball to left or pulling the ball to right uh, you know, very quick swings, very fast, you know, inside the zone, outside the zone. It's it's sort of shocking to me that with all the advanced numbers that teams have and all the video that they have, that they just simply can't figure out a way to get this guy out and have him go at least just one for three every night, which would lead the league in hitting anyway. But it'll be, he's two for four and two for four and two for four and three for four. So, look, he's been fantastic. He's back leading off for them again. He was batting third at different points this season. But it has mm -hmm. been, uh, for the Marlins in particular, Ben, it has been uh, a magical run. Now, you know, give them a ton of credit for coming back and winning all these games. But the things yeah. that have happened along the way for them to win some of these games has just been batty, to be honest with you. Like, I I'm watching things happening to the other team that you just don't see every single day. That's not the direct reason why they win. But along the way, a lot of things happen, <laughs> and the Marlins just come back and win. I mean, Ben, in the last month, there's been three huge mistakes by the opponent's catcher that have either tied or allowed them to win the game three times in the past month. Interference. Catcher forgets to touch home plate. Catcher on the Padres, Sanchez, forgets to cover home plate. The Marlins tie or come back and win. And there's been a million other things along the way, too. But at the end of the day, the wins are the wins. Really, who matters at the end? The Marlins are playing great baseball. Eight of the last nine for Miami, including another dramatic comeback yesterday, down 5-1 to one in the south side of Chicago against the Sox. Entering the eighth inning, Miami scores the final five runs of the games to prevail 6-5. to five. So Luis Arias, off to a fantastic start, of course, batting near 400. But Craig, so the ninth best price to win the National League MVP at 35-1. to one. Should Arias be more of a contender for this individual award than the odds would indicate at this point? 
Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, look, it's it's a power league now. It's a home run league. It's a, it's a driving in runs league. And and for all the accolades that Arias gets, he's he's there, Ben, because he's hitting 400. Uh, you know, look, the odds are stacked up against him uh, to not hit 400. Let's be honest. I mean, but if he hits 370 or 380, it would be one of the best seasons we've seen from just a hitter like his in a long time. So I think the odds are fair there. We saw in the World Baseball Classic, Ben, he had two home runs in one game. So you kind of have to wonder, yeah. does he have that in him? And, like, could he do that if he chose to do that? We've heard that for years. Remember, Ben, about Ichiro, if he wanted to hit 50, he could. That was a bunch of BS, by the way. That could never happen. Um, so, no, I, I don't think he's the MVP of the league. You know, I think he's gotten his accolades right now, getting a lot of good national attention as well. Yeah. But in, in this day and age, you look back in history, Tony Gwynn, Wade Boggs, Rod Carew, very few MVPs among those players. And uh, Rise will win a lot of batting titles, that's for sure. So the comeback for Miami yesterday, knocking off the Chicago White Sox, who lost the final two games of that set against Miami. They are below 500. The Guardians below 500. The Royals below 500, as are the Detroit Tigers. The only team in the American League Central that is 500 or better is the Twins. They are an even 500. They lead the division. The Detroit Tigers get ready to host the Braves today. No starter out just yet, Craig, for the Tigers yet, so the odds not available. But as we look at Detroit at this moment, a team that entered the year with a win total of 69 and a half, Craig is now riding a nine-game losing skid, 11 games below 500, 26 and 37. Craig, where do you think the Tigers are as a franchise currently? Well, but they fired their general manager before the season began, so I think that tells you all you really need to know. Uh, the, the Tigers, by the way, if you look back in May, they were only three games under 500 at one point, and we were talking about them maybe potentially jumping into the fray in terms of winning the division. But unfortunately, after losing nine games in a row, it's very apparent that this rebuild that they've been under for the last five years is going to take yeah. a little bit longer. Uh, you know, Ben, they, they had three pitchers that they thought were going to be three aces. Every publication in baseball thought that Casey Mize and Matt Manning and Tariq Skubal were going to be one, two, three for them for a decade. And they're, none of them are even pitching this year for the big league team. So, I mean, it, t it tells you sort of where things are, unfortunately, for the Tigers. Uh, didn't, didn't draft particularly well, didn't international scout particularly well. Hopefully, they'll be able to get a nice haul for Eduardo Rodriguez at the trade deadline. Maybe that can get them going again in the future. But uh, it's going to be longer for them. Great manager, though, by the way, and A.J. Hinch. It's just, uh, you know, organizationally-wise, didn't do a good job. When you're in the same company as the Royals and the A's, as the Tigers are, at 500-1 to 1 to win the American League, the longest price with the A's and the Royals, not necessarily a great tone today in texas though the second best team in major league baseball the rangers get ready to host their divisional foes in the los angeles angels of anaheim the rangers at home booked as a greater than a dollar and a half favorite craig what's the breakdown of this matchup including a pitcher you have your eye on for the dfs slate yeah it's interesting that i usually pick the dfs before i know we're going to go over these games so it is coincidental today that i do like texas today on that money line minus 148 and look, the, the Rangers right now are just not fadeable. They're playing great baseball for sure. I know they ran into a very tough team in Tampa Bay. I got the Rangers much better than the Angels. And with Dane Dunning pitching as well as he has, 
Uh, that is going to be my starting pitcher of the night in Daily Fantasy. And, and by the way, you don't really have to spend a lot of money for Dane Dunning tonight on FanDuel for some reason. I think they got him way too low uh, under, I believe it is 10,000 tonight on FanDuel. So we'll go with him for sure. And uh, look, I know the A's have played well, Ben. I'm, I'm going to go back to the fade train and we'll go with Wander Franco tonight. And I think the Rays get right in, the, in these matchups this week. I, I like to give, uh, give the A's credit though for winning a bunch in a row. The Rays are really good at home on the road in Oakland tonight. Craig, thank you. More the morning after next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Monday, live right here on Sports Grid. It's the morning after as we get you ready for a new week. Live all across the grid in Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. If it is a Monday, it's the prop perspective of Tom Vecchio from FanDuel. We know him as the jack of all trades. Wherever you need a prop best bet, Vecchio's got you. And we call him the jack of all trades because during a lot of the sports calendar he'll come here he'll give you an nba play an nhl play a major league baseball home run prop and of course during football season he always brings it as well but vecchio with a 3-1 series lead in both the nba finals and the stanley cup final we might just be a few days away from the ending of both of those two seasons vecchio how are you coping with all of this well, it's been a long year for both of these sports, so at some point, I will be happy to see them end. I want to see the series extended just one or two more games uh, for each of them. I don't know how likely that is, uh, but then we can move full into NBA, uh, full into MLB once NBA is over. And then before you know, we'll be talking football again. The home run prop king, though, will shine during the summer. That is what Tom Vecchio is. First, we focus on game number five of the 2023 NBA Finals tonight in Denver. Here is what is on the line. The Nuggets with a victory, win their first ever NBA championship in their 47-year franchise history. If the Heat can play spoiler once again, winning a game for the 11th time in these playoffs as an underdog outright, the series will extend to a sixth game in South Beach on Thursday. So, Vecchio, here is where we enter tonight's fifth game of the NBA Finals. Denver booked right now as an eight-and-a-half point favorite. A small bit of line movement. The over-under up slightly in the last 24 hours to 209 and a uh hook. -huh. Vecchio, from that prop perspective, what does a do-or-die game for the Miami Heat trying to stave off elimination due to the props tonight? Well, I think a lot of people will be focusing on uh, Jimmy Butler, you know, some type of PRA bet, points bet, whatever it might be, Bam Adebayo. He has to have a big game in order for the Heat to extend the series. I think there's some soft lines out there when it comes to uh, three-point props from the Heat players. Uh, they've been shooting pretty poorly, and granted, Denver's awesome on defense. Um, so, you know, maybe you're hoping for a bounce back, just they can't be shooting at this low of a, of a percentage. They're going to, you know, have some good games here or there. Ultimately, you know, I'm really going to be waiting for a live line to pop up. I want to see a little bit of scoring early. Maybe the mm -hmm. Heat get out in front early. And then I want to get on the Nuggets at minus five, minus four and a half, somewhere around there, live unders. That's the spot that I'm looking at. I think eight and a half or nine, wherever the line may end up, is super on point. But I want to wait for a live line just a little bit lower. 
The Nuggets booked as a favorite in all four games so far in this NBA final series at home throughout this postseason a favorite in every game nine and one straight up six and four against the spread after history in game number three where both Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray posted a 30 point triple double the first time in any NBA game ever a pair of teammates have each recorded a 30-point triple-double. It wasn't a triple-double for both in Game 4, but at least consecutive double-doubles for Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. As you look at dynamic Denver duo for Jokic and Murray Vecchio, where is your favorite area to look in the prop market to find the best value on both Jokic and Murray? It might be some combination of looking to, uh, you know, maybe a Jokic triple-double plus the Denver win. You can get those player performance doubles. I mean, Murray has just been racking up the assists left and right in this series. So I think that might ultimately be uh, a safer route to go if you just want to, you know, go with a single player prop or single outcome. That might be the spot. You know, I have a tough time taking Jokic overs tonight. And as I said before, time and time again, over, you know, the last few years I've been on this show, it's like, I have a tough time taking unders on Jokic, unders on Kumpo, Luka Doncic, whoever it might be, right? So I don't want to go to an over on Jokic when I'm actively looking to take unders on the game overall. So it might be a stay away spot for me when it comes to some really high totals. Uh, but live game, live totals, live player props, that might be a different story. Just note, it's not a fade for Tom Vecchio. He is not saying right. take the under on Nikola Jokic in any of those three statistical categories. He's just saying it doesn't tempt him enough knowing that it's at the top of the market to take an over. How about an over Tom Vecchio for Jimmy Butler? 27 and a half is his points prop tonight. I ask you the question like this, Vecchio. Does Jimmy Butler need to go over 27 and a half points for Miami to steal game number five on the road? Yes, that's the simple answer. He has to, you know, frankly, we haven't seen enough from the role players from the Heat. You know, as we saw in the first three series, this is, it might be the time where, like, that, that juice and that variance has kind of run out on the Heat, and they shot and yeah. ran super hot for three series, and that's why they're here, but now it's Jimmy time, and he's going to have to do a whole lot. So I would say if the Heat win this game, it has to be Jimmy hitting the over. He has only gone over 27 and a half points three times, excuse me, four times here in the last 11 games for Miami. The four here in the NBA Finals, three of the four in this series. He has gone under 27 and a half, and that includes all seven games of the Eastern Conference Finals against the Boston Celtics. You could make an argument, Vecchio, that by far the dynamic Denver duo of Jokic and Murray have outperformed the duo on the other side for Miami of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. I think the stronger argument and maybe the biggest difference in this series is Denver's role players have been better than the depth of Miami which was the key for the Heat pulling the upsets in all three of their opening round series here Vecchio as we get ready for game number five and we look at the key role players tonight who do you have your eye on a player to target in the prop categories that's going straight to Aaron Gordon, over six and a half rebounds, uh, sitting at minus 118. I think this falls in line with uh, liking the under tonight, 
under in basically every single aspect I could possibly find. Uh, you know, game total, live, whatever it might be. He's been over this mark in three straight. And like you said, the role players for Denver have really stepped up this series and credit to them. You know, they trade for Aaron Gordon. They drafted Michael Porter Jr. It took some time and took some years, literally, for them to get on the right track with some injuries and get everyone acclimated. But they've stepped up in a big way. I'd be interested in rebounding overs for Michael Porter Jr. as well. Points unders for probably both of them. I don't see a lot of offense flowing to Gordon or MPJ tonight. It's probably going to be just Jokic and Murray, but a lot of rebounding, a big team effort tonight from Denver. Aaron Gordon, a playoff high, 27 points in game number four. He was the leading scorer on either side of the fourth game of the NBA Finals. A great game for Gordon, 27 points, seven boards, and six assists. Vecchio games one, three, and four all hitting the under. All three of those games, a Denver victory. The lone over was game number two, the last time at altitude in the Mile High City. Miami scoring 111 to win outright as an eight-point underdog. Vecchio, what has been the main reason we have seen three of the four games here in the NBA Finals stay toward the under? Well, I mean, starting off, all credit to Denver. They have an awesome defense, uh, so we have to start there. And like I said, when it comes to the Heat, I think that this is the point that, and maybe it was from game one, that the good side of variance that they were on ran out, where everyone was saying against the Bucs and against the Celtics, yeah, they're not, you know, shooting this well from three isn't sustainable. Like, it isn't. In the long term, it isn't. Was it sustainable to win a seven-game series? It was for the Heat, but this is the time where they face the right opponent and the, you know, the, the variance shifts against them that they're going to start hitting the under. It's not sustainable for a 30- or 40-game stretch. It is sustainable for five or six games, so their luck has kind of run out at this point. 95 points or less in the three losses for Miami here in the 2023 NBA Finals. In the 2023 Stanley Cup Final, like Denver in the association, Vegas has a 3-1 series lead. Denver's first ever appearance in their 47-year franchise history in an NBA Finals, looking for their first ever Larry O'Brien trophy. But for the Vegas Golden Knights, Vecchio, just six years of existence as an NHL franchise, already their second Cup final appearance, looking to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup high up into the air in game number five in Las Vegas tomorrow night. They're booked as nearly a dollar and 80 cent favorite on the money line as the home ice favorite. Vecchio will Vegas win its first ever Stanley Cup at home in Sin City tomorrow. They will. This is where it comes to an end for Florida. Uh, Vegas is just a better team top to bottom. Uh, you could say that Bob Brodsky is the best goalie in the series, but everyone in front of him is not as good as what Vegas has on their side. I think that we're going to see another under, as we've seen in the past two games. We've seen a very controlled style from Vegas. They're not going to be taking any massive chances. They're not going to be pinching the D down the boards. They're not going to be you know, doing anything unnecessary. Bruce Cassidy, the head coach, has an awesome system in front of Aiden Hill. They're going to look to control things top to bottom. Uh, it's going to be another under. It's going to be a Vegas walking away with the victory. Vegas scored the first three goals on Saturday night in game number four. Florida made it interesting scoring the final two, but ultimately not enough. Vecchio, if the game does stay under, not many opportunities to find the back of the net, but which player will you be keeping an eye on tomorrow night in game number five? That's going to be going to Riley Smith for a goal, plus 280. Uh, he's on third forward line. He's on the second power play unit. He's got eight shots over the last two games, uh, over the last three games, and no goals. He's, you know, a primary shooter for them, and he has a, a solid role in that third line. Marshall shows on fire right now. You know, Mark Stone, Jack Eichel doing their thing, but I think the odds lie with Riley Smith. 
Um, it's probably the best spot to go with a combination of his shot volume, his role, and the odds all combined. Jonathan Marcheseau, the first game he did not score in the cup final in game number four, but still four goals here in the four games in the cup final. He is the favorite currently in a big way to win the con Smythe. A reminder here, Vecchio's two prop plays for you. One tonight, Aaron Gordon over six and a half rebounds for Denver in game number five of the NBA finals. Game number five on the ice tomorrow of the Stanley Cup final. Riley Smith trying to find the back of the net. It's a plus 280 price. FanDuel's Tom Vecchio. As always, we appreciate your insight. Maybe the jack of all trades comes to an end shortly, but the home run prop king, may he live forever. Thanks for having me. Aldous Garcia for a home run tonight. Oh, you heard it right there. An extra play out of Vecchio. That's what we love. More of the morning after. Up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back to the morning after live right here on this Monday. We enter game number five of the NBA Finals tonight. It is game number five tomorrow night in Las Vegas. And that's where we go right now to check in with our advisor, our sportsbook conciliary for the advice when it comes to the odds, Dave Sherapan. But you can see on the lid the jersey he is rocking and the background behind him. It is always nighttime in Pittsburgh and those buckos playing really good baseball right now one of the better records actually in the national league but chair pan before we look at yeah. baseball maybe yeah. the conclusion of two seasons in the nba potentially tonight between the nuggets and the heat in game number five of the nba finals and might that be the case tomorrow in the desert hockey town usa viva yes. las vegas between the golden knights and the florida panthers we need a lot of advice are you ready dave Sherapan? oh yeah yeah, it's it's June twelfth. It's the uh, it's the end of basketball season tonight, and yep. oh, the Pirates are in first place in the National League Central. Akacha got two thousand hits. Uh, Big MC went down to uh, to watch the Mets lose two of three uh, down in Pittsburgh. So that was uh, that was really a, another bonus of all of the Pirates winning. Uh, is that uh, is that Mike got to see that? as a Mets fan. So we got them. We're beating them bucks. And uh, yes, we're, we're ready to talk about basketball and hockey. I watched game four of the Stanley Cup in a ballpark in Las Vegas yeah. on Saturday night that was sold out in 10 minutes. They sold it out in 10 minutes. So this is hockey crazy Las Vegas. We'll get to that in a second. What do you got first for the Wait. basketball? Well, first, I got a follow-up there because you said yeah. you watched the hockey game in a ballpark that yeah. was sold out. Explain yes. that further. The Las Vegas Aviators AAA ballpark was okay. sold out. They had a overflow capacity crowd had to stop letting people in on for Saturday. For a watch party. For a watch party. That's how hockey gotcha. crazy. Yes, that's how hockey crazy this place has become so yeah people are just listen nothing has ever well i mean the knights did when they first got here in the first year nothing brings together a community like a successful sports team run and sure. um vegas has never really had that since the you know running rebel days so this is this has been a lot of fun 
The Vegas Golden Knights, an NHL franchise for just six years, in their second yes. cup final, an opportunity tomorrow night to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup for the very first time. The Denver Nuggets can do the same thing with the NBA's Larry O'Brien Trophy tonight. 47 years as an NBA franchise. Their first ever appearance in the finals with their first ever opportunity, just one win away, Dave Sharapan, from their first ever NBA championship. The Nuggets were a nine-point favorite overnight for game number five. A small bit of movement back to the heat on this Monday morning. The spread currently eight and a half in favor of the Nuggets. So Sharapan, what do the odds signify to you about game number five of the 2023 NBA Finals this evening in the Mile High City? Oh, we're just hoping it ends. Like you, you know this going into the into the book. You're just like, just put up a number that somebody will take the heat and let's just let's just get this series over with. So that's okay. kind of what you do, constantly trying to find that number. Um, you know, it wasn't that long ago, but it feels like it was a lot longer ago. Where Denver just went into Miami and um, announced their presence with authority both games. We got really as betters gifts with uh, two and a half point three three-point spread on the better team they're clearly the better team they're clearly bigger and they're they're just better so there's no adjustment i mean i don't know what other than playing an amazing fourth quarter this would have been a sweep if you know for the heat so um yeah. let's just let's just get this done and over with it and move on and we can focus on you know the important things like golf and tennis and all this other stuff that's coming up for the summertime in the book it's u.s open week in the world of golf yes. and what drama might we see at los angeles country club with all the news we got in the world of golf last week are but you going Penn right now i'll pick you up i'll pick you up if you're going yeah, let me talk to Greg Sussman after this to see if I can take it off. Anyway, as of right oh, now, good. Dave Sherapan, the Denver Nuggets, yes. an eight-and-a-half-point favorite when it comes to the spread category. They're minus 370 win game number five outright. Again, very strong odds that the Nuggets are going to claim their first-ever NBA title at the conclusion of this evening. Denver is a minus 6,000 series outright favorite at some point to win the NBA championship. Sherapan, is it worth a bet anywhere when it comes to any of the odds for the 2023 NBA Finals Series prices to think the Heat might have a small, small bit of hope? Oh, you'll hear guys that'll tell you it's 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 a two-hour, three-hour loan. They'd rather lay the 60 to one than take the 24 to one. It's done. There's, I mean, there's no. It would take. I would take injuries. It would take so many things for for Miami to win Game Five tonight. It's just it's just one of those things. Yep. So, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet Suss's money, Shames, no. combine them all no. together, put them together, and make a big, big limit play. I wouldn't no no chance. I wouldn't take a dollar and put mm. it on Heat tonight. Here's the only 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 area, Sharapan, I would look from a value perspective. Does not mean. The ticket is going to cash. The Heat are three to one to win this game outright. For it to get mm -hmm. to six and the NBA Finals to end in six games, it is seven to one if you think Miami has a shot tonight, but ultimately Denver will win the series as they have won the first two games on the road in Miami. Just a thought, just a thought. If you Not want bad. this season 
to extend. Thank you. I learned from the best. And I need you to explain something to me, if you wouldn't mind, yeah. or a sportsbook conciliary. Minus 6,000, the price for the Nuggets as a franchise to win their first ever NBA championship. It's the same exact number for Nikola Jokic at minus 6,000 to win the finals MVP award. So, Sherpan, how do you explain why the price for the team is the same as the individual? Well, because both are going to happen. <laughs> That's where we settled the number. Although I feel a little more comfortable doing it with uh, Jokic winning the MVP because whether they win it tonight or they get upset and then win it in six, he's going to win the MVP. There's no, there's, right. no, there's not another option that it would even consider um, for Denver, and it's going to take <laughs> the Heat winning three games in a row to, to, to not win it. So, um, yeah, that price is just high enough that will keep people off of it, but, you know, not high enough that someone might not want to come in with, I don't know, yeah. 60000 to win a dime. Those those bets are used to love taking those bets. Somebody wants to come in with three hundred thousand to win five, we'll take it. That's not a bad bet. That increases handle. That makes everybody happy, and you only lose five thousand. Yep. So, um, those are yep. those are good bets. But he's winning it, Benjamin. There's not there's no yep. question. He's winning. There are no certainties. However, it feels like it's a very, 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 very likely chance that Nikola Jokic adds a Finals MVP award to his trophy mantle. <laughs> now to Hockey Town, USA. The Vegas Golden Damn Knights right. also hold a 3-1 series lead in the 2023 Stanley Cup Final. One win away tomorrow night at home in Las Vegas from the first ever Stanley Cup championship in Golden Knights franchise history. And that history, only six years long. Vegas now minus 1,300 to win yeah. this series outright. Sherpan entering game one. It was just minus 125 for Vegas to be this year's Stanley Cup champion. What has stood out to you most about the Golden Knights' performance here in the Cup Final? Oh, a couple things. One, how good all four lines are playing. The, the third and fourth line are playing as well their roles as the first and second line. So you're getting all four line production. Aiden Hill has been, he's answered every bell. He's made every save. He's done a couple extraordinary saves to keep them in games. There's Mark Stone. He's been good. Marsha shows has been great and is probably going to win oh. the con Smythe. Um, man, it's been, it's been so much fun and everybody's caught up in it here. And, Again, you know, I have three kids, and this is their team. Everyone under, I don't know, 30 that's been here their whole lives, this is their team. There's not another team that they have that they've seen from inception to now, which is, again, it's a short six years. So there's a lot of yeah. hockey markets that are mad, and I get it. And you keep saying hockey town, that's a Detroit thing. So all the Red Wing fans, don't come at Benjamin. Leave him alone. It's okay. But – Stand by. A parade on Las Vegas Boulevard, on the Strip, or wherever else they're going to put it, because the Strip is a mess from this F1 race, is going to be a sight to behold. I hope they do it on Tuesday, because doing it at home in Vegas mm. is going to be a little mm. bit different than doing it on the road. When you think about what that would mean, for this franchise, for this city, Sherpan, I think you have summed it up 
beautifully in six years only their second Stanley Cup final appearance with an opportunity booked as a near dollar and 80 cent favorite tomorrow night on the money line to win and hoist Lord Stanley's Cup for the first time ever Sherapan where will you be to take in the atmosphere of game number five of the 2023 Stanley Cup final tomorrow Doing my best to get tickets, but I can't mortgage the house to do it. The tickets are so expensive because it's it could be the cup clincher. And I'm 52, and I've seen teams play for the Stanley Cup. I've never seen a team win it that night. So that's oh. one of the things in my life that I want to see the cup in person held. And um, I'm trying to convince the wife and, and, and everything that this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and we should really consider it. She's not yeah. buying it right now, Benjamin. So if you and the ah. boys can come up with anything that will will, will swing, yeah. you know, the misses over to my side, I'd appreciate it. The game's going under. I'll tell you that. that. The, the two of the what? four games have gone under. Um, that was yeah. a big sweat on Saturday night, but it, was, it stayed under. I think the game plays to the under. Marsha Show is going to win the Con Smythe, and uh, I really hope it's on Tuesday night. Jonathan Marsha Show, the favorite right now at minus 600 for Vegas to win the Con Smythe <laughs> Award, the Stanley Cup postseason MVP. Four goals in four games in the Cup final, 11 in the last 11 for Vegas. It seems to be his award as long as Vegas wins the Stanley Cup, right. and they're booked as a minus 1,300 outright favorite to do that. Championships all around, Sherpan, including yep. a busy weekend. Only a minute left here in this segment, but Novak mm -hmm. Djokovic making history yesterday in Paris. Igor Sviantec the day before at the 2023 French Open. All the craziness in Canada at the RBC uh -huh. Canadian Open for Nick Taylor. Man City wins the treble, and it was the third leg of the triple crown and Archangelo prevails what does a weekend like this with so many titles on the line look like in the risk room oh this is nothing this is a piece of cake compared to those oh. March Madness days and all those basketball games going on or college football which I know you know so well uh, those late November when we have NBA NHL college football, big games, mm. along with the NFL weekends. This is a walk in the park, Benjamin, just a walk in the park. A walk in the park. How do we feel about Penn State not having a regular rival in the new Big Ten starting in 2024? What is That's that? That's for another day. More TMA up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back to the morning app. Live right here on a Monday on SportsGrid and Sirius XM Channel 1. 59. That is the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. All across the Spiz Grizz Network, that is Sports Grid, and I am Ben Stevens. The new Sports Grid app, by the way, is included all around the Spiz Grizz Network. The ultimate sports betting companion app is now available for download at the Apple App Store. There will be, perhaps for the final time in this NBA year, best bets for game number five of the 2023 NBA Finals. Why do we say perhaps the final basketball game of this NBA season? 
Well, the Nuggets hold a 3-1 series advantage. Denver is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at home tonight. Minus 370, a heavy favorite on that money line to win outright. Just one victory away from the first-ever NBA championship in Nuggets franchise history. So if it is the final NBA game of the year, we send you into the NBA summer and all the off-season drama with one final best bet. Before we say farewell, before we say goodbye, it's time for an NBA Finals. Game number five, best bet. It is time for bye-bye-bye. Many of you out there like me, whether it's your regular shopping, whether you're trying to order delivery on your favorite app, you're always looking for a discount. You're always looking for a deal. That's what we do here for game number five of the 2023 NBA Finals this evening. Nikola Jokic has had two games here in the four of this series where he has posted only four dimes. And then in the subsequent game, the odds makers put his assist prop back into single digits at nine and a half. Yes, to go over, he needs to get to double digits, at least 10 dimes, something he has done nine of the last 12 games for Denver in this playoff run. It's a discount. Take it. Nikola Jokic over nine and a half assists. Maybe one final profit on the Joker this NBA campaign. We'll be back tomorrow on a Tuesday, live on the morning after on SportsGrid, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time. I'm Ben Stevens. We'll talk tomorrow.